0: This is episode 148 of Music Lesson Business Academy, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about why this might be the perfect time to reinvent the way you do business. Here we go. Hey everybody, Danny here, and welcome back to another episode of Music Lesson Business Academy. As I mentioned, this is episode 148, and it's good to be back after, I don't know how many weeks it was that I've been off, but a good three weeks or so since we have done an episode, and I'm very glad to be back, and I'm glad to be feeling good and full of energy and back to full steam a slightly new format to uh, the show moving forward not too big of a change but just one little format change Uh, along with whatever musings and topics and things I feel like ranting or riffing about or interviews every episode is going to have a small section dedicated to a seven levers topic and the reason I want to do that is is kind of twofold one is to give you actionable items that you can use on every episode. So even if we're talking a bigger picture, philosophical episode of some sort, there's always going to be some actionable item for you in there. And also because the seven levers are really an easy way for you to think about the things that you need to work on in your business. Pretty much every other, every topic, every issue. Everything that comes up that you might need to work, about, work on, really we can relate to one of the seven levers, and I think it's a way of simplifying things for a lot of business owners. so I'm going to keep a big focus on those seven levers. In other exciting news, I do have a new coaching program, Music Lesson Business Academy Answers, coming real soon. If you are on my mailing list, you are going to get advance um, notice of this program and, uh, that email should be hitting within maybe just a day or two, just doing a little last minute testing to make sure all the order pages and the thank you page and the, how do I log in page and all of that works properly. So, uh, thanks to Robbie out there, uh, musical life Denver for uh, helping me out, uh, with, uh, checking those things out to make sure they're working good the rest of you guys i will be letting you know hopefully by next week's episode today's episode of music lesson at business academy is brought to you by never alone business services.com never alone business services does google ads facebook ads seo website and general marketing for music schools Chris and Jen own a large music school in the Minneapolis area and also do these ads and do this marketing program. And what's really nice about it is they do what we do. And I think that's really helpful when it comes to marketing our business. Head over to Neverloanbusinessservices.com, Mention you heard about it on Music Lesson Business Academy and save $100 off of any of their services. This episode is also brought to you by the fine folks over at TeacherZone. Scheduling, billing, and student learning management all wrapped up into one platform. Go over to TeacherZone.com. Hit those guys up. They would love to give you a free demo of their software. All right, let's get into today's episode. I think right now is a great time to reinvent the way that you do business. And let me let me go a little deeper into what I mean by this. So Sean Reams from North Jersey Music Center and I were just rapping on the phone the other night, you know, just shooting the shit, Um, you know, and we were both not complaining, but, you know, you know. I guess you could say complaining a little bit about some of the things that we don't like about what we do. And, you know, I think this is common when you've been doing it a long time. So, you know, I've had my music school since 2006. Sean, I think, has had his for a similar amount of time. So, you know, when you're 10 years in or more, there's going to be things about the business that have just sort of worn you down. And, you know, we all got into it or most of us got into it because we enjoyed teaching music. I I got into it more on the business side of it. I wasn't teaching. I I got into it because I enjoy, um, you know, the science of business. I enjoy the marketing side, the team building, the, you know, building something out of nothing and seeing the results of that. But you know you probably got into this for one of those two reasons, and in a lot of cases, people start off as a solo teacher and without really necessarily the plan to build some type of larger school, um, but somewhere along those lines, you decide to hire somebody to bring on another teacher. and once that happens, things really change and You know, over time, naturally, many people end up with five teachers or 10 teachers, or, you know, even a bigger school than that. But I I think this concept applies to you, whether you are a solo teacher or you have a huge school or you're somewhere in between. It's very easy to fall into just kind of a routine of doing business without really you know, ensuring that the ladder is against the right wall and that all these things you're working towards are really designed to, to work for you, to build something that is perfect for you. And if I were doing it all over again, I think I would think about these things more in advance. You know, what do I want this to look like in the end? And what's my goal Personally, how do I want this to work for me personally? We probably all have things at this stage of the game that we're just really sick of doing. You know, uh, the reality is the music lesson business, it's not easy. It's not an easy business. I think a lot of people think it's going to be easy or that it would be easy, but it really isn't an easy business to make much money in anyway. And there are things that really wear on you after a while. And Sean and I were talking about some of those things. And most of those issues that wore on us were really a lot of like day-to-day interaction uh, types of things that we have to deal with, you know, with the average parent. And, you know, we kind of really, you know, kind of funneled it down to that being something that we both found to be something we weren't excited about or, you know, just on a daily basis was really, you know, eating away at our love of having the school and making us even question a little bit, you know, do we want to keep doing this or, you know, is it time to think about doing something different? You know, quite a few people I know who've had music schools for a long time end up selling those schools. And it, it made me think about, well, why do so many people... End up selling their music schools and getting out of the music school business and i i think a lot of it is is that the reward that they're getting financially you know and just personally out of the business you know aren't on par With the level of commitment and a level of effort that they have to put in on a regular basis to make it work for them. So I think it's really important to think about that now and maybe look at what is possible to change in my business to allow me to live the life that I want and do the things that I want outside of the business and within the business to make this really worth it. For me, it's really easy to look at. I know what are the things that I enjoy about our business and what are the things that I despise. And, you know, I might be in a unique situation because there's multiple people, you know, there's some partners and we can split up some of these duties and, and we have some support staff, but at the same time, You know, we're trying to limit that support staff to control expenses uh, as we are are going through a huge pivot and reinvention of our business. Now. You know, I I think there's two different types of reinventing, you know, uh, when I say reinventing your business, I'm doing a huge change where we have transitioned to 100 percent online lessons or, you know, with a few exceptions. Uh, and, and I'm not necessarily talking so much about changing your entire business model. More of what I am talking about is reinventing the processes and the systems, maybe even some of your policies, the way that you do business to make it work better for you. Utilizing technologies, um, you know, being willing to say, this is how we're going to do it. And you have to know that it's not going to be good. It's not going to be the right thing for every customer and being okay with that and letting those people leave and ending up with a business that works for you now. and, And that's the key phrase that I think you should walk away from. This is a business that works for you. And if for you, that's just you teaching, charging a certain rate you're willing to only teach 15 students or 20 students, you're gonna charge a certain amount of money so you make the income that you want. Whatever it might be, that means it works for you. You've gotta really first know what that is and what that looks like. So you should write that down. What does it look like? How much money would I make? What time commitment would I have to put into this business? What are the types of tasks and functions that I will do? What would be the things that I would have to pay somebody else to do? Uh, And what things can be solved through a technological change that maybe uh, eliminates work that I might have had to do. But now through technology, I can do it and not necessarily pay somebody else so that it financially works out for me. Write those things down and get a clear picture of what it would look like to really make this thing work for you. Then the next step to think about is, is right now a good time to do that? And and I think it is. So, you know, you could make an argument either way that maybe now is not a great time to make major changes because... You know, the inflow of new students is tougher right now, and it's going to be tough for the next year or so. Um, We may have lost a bunch of students and we're struggling to just hold on to the ones that we have so that we can, you know, continue to make it financially. But I I chose to go the other route, which is you might as well just tear the bandaid off right now. Make all the big changes that you want to make to get your business on the other side of this thing. Looking more like what you want it to look like so that it works for you, that could mean moving on with some teachers that you've wanted to get rid of, or students that you've wanted to get rid of, or a type of student that you don't want to attract anymore. Um, you know, what are things that you want don't want to deal with? For example, something I was noticing this week that we really want to make a change is... You know, customers emailing our support staff to do some type of scheduling issue, you know, and I'm noticing that it's like it takes multiple emails back and forth, five, six emails back and forth to solve this problem. So, you know, how, I mean, now I'm not having to do that work, but how much is that costing us in extra hours, you know, and is there a way for us to just completely remove that, you know, from? Our business, you know, and there's various ways that we could do that, either technology, a technology change, or potentially through some type of, you know, system or policy change or the way that we do business type of change. Maybe eliminating makeup lessons altogether, or you know, there's lots of things that you guys could think of that could really change the, you know, the day to day operations of your business to make it work better for you i highly encourage you to take some time write this down on paper what would be the ultimate business model for you what are you doing during the day how many hours are you putting in you know what is your role within your music school and what do you want to look like financially for you then look at your business and decide You know, what are the changes that you can make to make this into a reality? Here's the spot where the Seven Levers theme song goes. All right, today we are going to be talking about lever number seven in the Seven Levers of the Music Lesson Business. And lever number seven is profit margin. Everybody loves this one. Now, it's important to always remember that there are two profit margins that you could look at. In in, in a simplified version, there's two. One would be your gross profit. And gross profit is the sale amount of an item or service minus the cost of those items or services. So in our case, it is what we charge for the music lesson minus the cost of the product or service. So for most of us, we subtract the cost to deliver that um, service, which is the cost that we are paying to the teacher, which could also just be the cost that we're paying ourselves. Now, the net margin is taking that gross profit amount and then subtracting all of the other expenses that go into your business, and whatever is left over is your net margin or net profit margin. Now, just to make it easy though, we can kind of lump these two in together. For example, obviously, if you just increase the price of your lessons, you are going to increase the gross profit. And as long as you don't increase all your other expenses, your net profit will be higher as well. Now, another thing that you could do, and this is what I've been working on lately. Now, obviously, growth is a huge important part of our business. We need to grow. We generally need to be signing up new students or you know at least to maintain you know if we've hit a certain number that we really like um, that works great for our business you know we always need to make sure that we maintain that number of students. We don't necessarily have to grow the gross sales every year. If we're at a certain level and our net profit margin is satisfactory for us we can just try to keep it there what's really common i think to think about right now or what's really important to be thinking about right now because growth is a little tougher for us and you know many of us may have been going through some financial tough times And another way to just increase that gross profit margin or that net profit margin is to look at expenses. Now, you know, there comes a point where if there's not enough sales and not enough business happening, you can try to cut as many expenses as you want and it's never going to be enough to make it work for you. However, if you have a somewhat successful business and maybe we're going through a time like we are right now Doing a deep dive on your expenses could make a huge difference. So just today, <coughs> excuse me, I was able to save um, close to $1,000 off of our expenses by just making a few changes in our business, deciding, you know what, that service, it works great for us when we're really busy, but right now it's actually not something that we desperately have to have. So I turned it off. That was almost $300. Um, you know, I was using some outside landing page services, but I'm finding that I'm really getting almost a better result just from my on page, you know, website landing pages. So although the service worked really well, and I did at certain times, my business benefited from having those landing pages. It's something I can do without right now. That was $199 a month. So as you can see, this stuff adds up really fast. So here's what I would do, is run a P&L report for, you know, you can do it really easily in QuickBooks. Just look at your expenses, for your school and you can look at it on a given month or maybe you want to run it you know we're halfway through a year a little over halfway through a year maybe run it for that year take a piece of paper out and make two columns must have don't must have (laughs) okay here's the column of things i gotta have well like you know there's certain things you just can't turn off right you can't turn off your website hosting um but Maybe there's other service that you can turn off that you're not getting a, a res, the result that you need to make it necessary. Now, I think it's really crucial when you look at your marketing to make the right decision on that. If you're spending a dollar on marketing and you're getting a dollar 20 back, making 20 cents, do not turn that off if you're doing ads or whatever marketing you're doing, if it is making you a profit, don't try to save money that way. Try to save money on non essential services or things that, you know, you don't feel you're getting enough weight out of. So, and those things are going to be different for each of us, right? What we feel is worth the money at that time and what isn't, but, Make those columns. Now, you might go through it and find, boy, I I was really only able to save a few dollars here and there. That's okay. Any little bit matters. For example, I found on RPL three different Adobe accounts. Right. That over the years between myself or Corey and Brian and before it was Anthony, you know, at one point, somebody it's like, I need to use Adobe to do these things and sets up an account. It's, you know, it's ten dollars a month. So, you know, it's real easy for those kind of things to just slide under the radar, especially as your business gets bigger and bigger and bigger. You tend to look through and go, what's that three hundred dollar expense? What's that two hundred dollar? Whoa, what did we spend seven hundred dollars on over there? You know, the $10 expenses, you tend to just sort of let them go to the wayside. But you you can really find uh, how quickly that might add up to even a few hundred dollars. And, you know, so it's just always a good exercise as a way to go through and increase your net profit margins. Now, lots of ways, lots of things we can do to talk about inside this, you know, profit margin lever. But for today, we're gonna just focus on that one element, which is your expenses. So, run that report, make that piece of paper with two columns, stuff you gotta have, stuff you can do without. Go through that, list those things out, and see if you can make a couple of cuts that might really add a little something to your bottom line. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. So glad to be back. For all of you that are on the mailing list, keep your eyes open in the next day or two from a special email offer from me with the new Music Lesson Business Academy Answers program. Talk to you guys soon. Have a great one. Music Lesson Business Academy is made possible by your support over on Patreon. Go to patreon.com backslash Academy and consider becoming a patron.